Your secret kung fu technique is quite good, but it's not quite good enough to stand up to me. You were a foolish man. You would better leave here. I don't wish to kill you. All right, so welcome back to the Beast Game Podcast and superhero movie of the fall season, I guess, has come out that is not named Black Panther, but now is another black person, Black Adam, directed by Rom Colette Sarah, who I like some of his movies. He has done Unknown with Liam Neeson. That was the first movie. Mm-hmm. I believe he had directed The Shadows? He had directed House of Wax. Oh! Oh! With Paris Hilton? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, but he directed Jungle Cruise. So that's where the rock connection. I I mean, the, the rock chooses to work with people that he yeah, has worked with before, before but yeah. he had also directed Orphan. He had oh, directed... The first Orphan? Yeah. Now, he did The Shallows. That was a good movie. He did Nonstop. He did Run All Night. Mm-hmm. Nonstop was okay. I can tolerate that movie. Run he has a hit and miss record. Yeah. Basically. But well, Orphan was good. Also worked with Liam Neeson again with The Commuter, which was terrible because it was like nonstop again, just with the train. <laughs> hmm. but I thought nonstop was a train. It's a plane. Well, the one with Chris Pine. I, Tony Scott movie? Yeah, that was... That, that, was, was, that was definitely a train though, right? Yeah, yeah it was. It was a runaway train. Yeah, I forgot what that okay. movie was. Rest in peace, Tony Scott. One of my favorite mm-hmm. directors, but writers are Adam Sigtail, something Rory Haynes, and So Rab. <laughs> like something. Oh no, no, it's fine, dude. Get get those names right because we got to talk about those dudes. All right, but Adam, somebody, Rory Haynes, and So Rab, <laughs> and it stars Dwayne Rock Johnson, People's Champ, Aldous Hodge, Pierce Brosnan with James Bond. We'll get to that. Just yeah. go ahead there. The synopsis yeah. is nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed the almighty powers of Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. So it starts off in ancient times, which kind of remind me of X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> of people working in a mine, they're looking for something... Unobtainium. <laughs> Eternium. Eternium. Yes, it's called Eternium. Yeah, but they're looking for a specific type of rock. One person finds it. He's almost kind of mobbed, but he's supposed to give it to the person that is technically the king. And at which point, the character that technically should be the rock is like looking like a little kid, tries to say, like, hey, you know, this should be the uprising. Like, we need to take a stand and. Basically, what happens is that is about to be killed and then kind of gets the powers of Shazam. Keith, how did you feel about Black Adam? Let me just say that Black Adam did a couple things that I didn't think was possible. It made me appreciate the first Suicide Squad movie. This movie was all over the place. Like It basically felt like two movies. There was two movies. There was two groups of people trying to create this film. Well, the one thing about this, not to cut you off, is that this has been kind of in production for almost over like 10 to 12 years yeah you can tell all the scenes with teth adam parts where black adam's trying to discover himself you had that whole little i don't want to say mystery but the way they told his 
story about the conduct champion, that type of, type of thing. You could tell that was a different movie. That was the movie The Rock signed up for. That's the script he read and approved and put in place. First and foremost, it's got the violence. It shows that you can have a rather hardcore superhero flick, but still be PG-13 because he was fucking people up pretty thoroughly, which I appreciated. Appreciated the action. I appreciated that, what he was doing with that. I liked some of the characterizations of some of the heroes, Hawkman and uh, Dr. Fate. thought those characters would have done well, but I mean, I can't tell you how many times I just bust out laughing in the theater every time Hawkman started talking about, we don't kill. And I'm just like, wait, Hawkman? Well, didn't this dude get resurrected Egyptian pharaoh? And I'm pretty sure he was like doing his fucked up shit back in the day, but Doesn't whatever they want to do with it. Aldous Hodge did a pretty good job, but he basically overacted a lot of those scenes. Mm-hmm. So the first film that they were making, Black Adam doing his thing, coming into conduct, taking over things, that worked out well. The second movie that they're doing with that boy in a skateboard and his yeah. mom and quirky uncle. It is Terminator 2. Why are they doing it? They are ripping off Terminator 2. You have the strong mom, kind of robotic person that just wants to kill. It is Terminator 2. You know it is. You know it is. Good. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not denying it. The villain made no sense. It was clear that they had the whole other set. I'm almost positive that villain had a much bigger part into playing this because the minute they started doing the whole thing where the entire shazam story captain marvel story in there and it was like oh okay here they're gonna go with the full background here okay i can see where this is going then the villain disappears for the rest of the movie like the dude disappears he, he, he just, just shows up and like hey I'm and then he pops back up again shoehorn in the villain is in the film for 10 minutes and then he pops up all powerful but he's kind of the anti-Shazam or whatever, which made sense. The seven demons, instead of seven good wizards, you got seven demons giving power to one guy to take over and conquer the world. That was a good movie. Much better movie. There's your villain. That would have made a much better movie. Instead, we got 45 minutes of the Cyclone chick. I'm, I was racking my brain trying to figure out who the hell she was. I don't know why she was in this movie. The character, the actress, I don't understand why you're in this movie. But go ahead. No, I'm going to tell you, like, every time they use their powers or she used her powers, there was a close-up of her face. And I'm just like, what Yeah, the and then going on? every and time like, something else happened, she always did something... Spectacular that whatever the, the media yeah, man, it, was, it was a full blown shot. Molecule man is sitting there. You're so great. You're so yeah. wonderful. Why is this happening? This is bad. They, right. You have a, a character that is mediocre. Non-body. You have a character that is mediocre. And the only reason why they end this movie is basically to tick off checkpoints, marketing purposes. That's exactly what that problem is. And then so you have the, the writing reinforce the fact that. This person's only in the movie to tick off checkboxes for marketing purposes to tell this person, oh, you're so great. You're so wonderful. You're everything. Where would I be without you? The action was doing all right up until that ridiculous fight scene at the end. It was just a bad CGI fest. I forgive David Ayer's Suicide Squad, that whole twerking, which I, I understand. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold, well, wrap up quickly. I'm going to go to James. You just made but let, let me wrap this one. Other than that, I like The Rock. I like what he was doing with it. I appreciate it. I understand what he was trying to do with it. I like the cameo at the very end. I appreciated that. But this movie was <laughs> not the vehicle deserved for that. Character. This is not what Black Adam deserved. Yeah. Animated movie that it was like maybe exactly. early 2010s that it was like Shazam, Superman, exactly. and Black Adam, right? Yeah. And he deserved that. Like I said, Dwayne Johnson could pull it off. 
the character is strong enough to survive on his own, to go his own route and well enough, but this is not the movie for it. That committee who made this movie and the change in the guard that fucked it up, Walter Hamada and the rest of those clowns. Well, I, he, like, Walter Hamada is no up. longer with Warner Brothers at this point. Oh, yeah, he's gone. Who was also this a producer the, the on this movie, so that should tell you something. They need to bring back Zack Snyder. They need to bring somebody back because this was bad. Adam Zeitzel person, he had written Rampage, tell you something, that his connection to The Rock. He also wrote that movie called Due Date that had Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis in it. And he had also written Maid of Honor. Had Patrick uh, Dempsey. Oh, These are terrible films. <laughs> and the, the other two, they had written shorts. They had a six-episode show, I guess, on Amazon Prime. What was the show called, you remember? Called Informer. There was a movie called The Mortician that uh, came out in 2021. And then this movie. Who's getting jobs in Hollywood? But apparently, Jay, Mike, and I, like, we all should be somewhere upper echelons of, like, somebody's studio having in-depth discussions about how to turn this crap around. This movie wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it was a good movie. It was all over the place. I agree with Keith 100%. It was, like, two, maybe three different movies going on at the same time. I do know that they did a lot of reshoots and a lot of edits and a lot of things in the production of it. So that could be the reason why it just seemed like it's jumping all over the place. I will say one thing, though. The visuals weren't bad, except for the end. I agree with Keith on that. At the end, it just got like, I don't know, maybe they ran out of money or something. Overall, it was a popcorn movie. I wouldn't take it seriously. When I watch it again, I will watch it just to fast forward through certain parts and get to the good shit. One issue I did have was, I agree with Keith on this, was the kid. His whole story to me was just like, I don't care. He's a waste of time. I don't care. But that goes back to what we've all been saying is that studios have a checklist and they got to check certain things off. Now, instead of making a good story and writing good characters and writing. I think this one is more on the rock. We do know studios have a checklist and it was just that you could tell they were just checking things off one by one by one. To me, The Rock, he did, I don't know, man. He just like, played it safe. The role the doesn't require him to do much. It doesn't require him to act other than whenever his cousin needs to step in to do all the stunt scenes, that's it. That's his only purpose in here. Right. And then there's because CG the- Rock. So it's either The Rock not saying much, I'm going to say one line. No. Yeah, he didn't really have to me. That was Even though he was Black Adam, he wasn't a presence. He'll say his one line, it'll be dry as hell, and just, that will be it. It'll be dry as shit. I mean, and the thing is, Black Adam is a complex character. He's not wooden as his performance was. His performance was wooden as fuck to me. So the, the part where he kind of told the story about his son. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I felt a tear roll down my cheek. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> but he wasn't so much wooden as he was trying to play off the stoic angle. Stuff like that, I blame the director for. I agree. I agree. Because Black Adam, he has a, a fucking attitude problem, man. I didn't get that not one time from him. I just got like, I'm no hero. I'm no hero. Yeah, they should have no been hero. like an arrogance. Whatever. I'm going to do what yeah, I want to do. Again, this world is trash. I'm going to take it over. Again, like, that's why it worked in Terminator 2 and then not working in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because the Terminator was programmed to kill. Mm-hmm. To eliminate John Carter. And then mm-hmm. he's learning from John Connor. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You say you yeah. kid coming in here, giving him like, now you got to see your catchphrase. 
you've got to say the catch. It's the same. DC yeah. does that a lot, ripping things from other movies and doing it horribly. <laughs> and what was Wonder Woman 1984 uh, all about? Haven't watched that. They made a mistake. Thelma and Louise. They made a mistake. What the hell? In the first Wonder Woman movie, killing off Trevor because it screwed him for the second movie, and had to bring him back in the most ham-fisted way. When it's like killing off Lois Lane in the first Superman movie, or something like that's dumb. But you know why they killed him off though, right? The plus, the movie wasn't bad, but I liked Chris Bronson as Doctor Fate. Yeah, like, to good. me, he was the star, and I actually liked Ch- Oh, I'm sorry, um, Hawkman. Oh, yeah. Hawkman. <laughs> and that was my pick. He's like, I like a buckle. Yeah, that was our pick placement for Chadwick. I could see him as T'Challa. He has that presence. He has the stature. He could do it. But I, I actually liked you. him. I actually liked him in the Hawkman role. I don't know much about Hawkman, but I'm going to piggyback off of Keith and Mike on that one. I think those two did a very good job I, in the role. I role's think he would be a good Green Lantern. Oh, John Stewart? Yeah, yeah, he could do that too. Yeah, but Matt, how do you feel about Black Adam? I actually liked the movie. I knew um, it. I knew it. I knew it. I, <laughs> I did. I, I did like the movie. I mean, it was action-packed. It was action-packed, but I definitely see the Terminator 2 comparisons, especially with the little kid and giving him some of the plot points. I don't know if they're making fun of it itself as far as, like, where were they when they're being invaded? They're going to show up all of a sudden now that Black Adam's there. And you're right. His character is a little bit wooden. I've been watching the animated parts with Black Adam. And you're right. He's a little bit more complex. He's more arrogant. Whereas this one, he is wooden. I would expect that he would have probably been a little bit more violent. Although he's electrocuting all the characters that don't have any meaning. I do like the portrayal of Hawkman because that's how he was animated show. Although it seemed like he's Black Adam's punching bag. Because again, just like in any other rock movie, if this was Jumanji, it has to be... Kevin Hart. Yeah, it has to be Kevin Hart. It's the same dynamic taken from that movie or, like, whatever other movies they've been in together. Central Intelligence, same yeah. thing. Yeah. It's, it's the same kind of banter that, oh, you're the big guy and you're the little guy type thing. It's the same thing. Like, The Rock can't get out of a role that he hasn't already played because it's too safe for him. He can't do anything other than that. But it works for him, and I mean, that's why he's one of the highest paid actors in Hollywood, if not the most highest paid actor in Hollywood currently. It's a formula that works, and guess what? They're making money off of it. Everybody is. I'm not a big fan of DC's CGI enemies. There's not a lot of buildup with it, like Steppenwolf, all right? He was there. Yeah. I'm like, is there a Snyder Cut version of this where we can understand it a little bit? Three-hour cut of Black Adam. <laughs> It makes you know, sense. I mean, is there anything of that nature? I mean, that would be nice. Um, Dr. Fate, to me, stole the show. I think he should actually have his own movie. As far as the interaction, the story was easy to see. I hope they didn't kill him off, like, for real, for real, because I would really like to see No, him. I mean, Dr. Fate dies about a billion times in animated movies, so he's alive somewhere. There's a version. Well, there, he's alive, but I'm pretty sure there's a... Uh... They'll be replacing him. I uh, hope not. And plus, there's so many Doctor Fates. It's all based on the helmet, from what I remember. Yeah. Okay. He was a beast in this. I was like, oh man. I mean, just like actually, he's like Doctor Strange. Well, just like in the Marvel universe, where Doctor Strange kind of saves some of the movies, like Doctor Fate saves this one. And that's how he was in this movie. I don't, I don't understand that female with the wind. I don't understand that. 
Is she a real character? Yeah. Yes. She's C tier. They pulled out all the, not even the B tier. It was the C tier characters. Well, <laughs> well, Doctor Fate is kind of like a. I would say B. He's B. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely... I'll put him a B. Team and Hawkman. All right, that's unfair to Hawkman, too. Is Adam They're... Smasher considered, like, a no. B no, or like D? He's straight C at D tier. Like, he's like, all he does is grow and... He reminds me of Ant-Man. That's just... Uh, yeah, he's exactly. Like Ant-Man. He was yeah. Ant-Man mixed with Deadpool. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Deadpool I, mask. I saw him in a... With, That's what it looked like. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, it was okay. And I guess the one thing, and I, I was reading comments online, is that this is one of the few DC movies in which fights actually occur in daylight. And I really like the portrayal of Hawkman. I hope that we see him more. I kind of got the Batman vibe with him. I know just a little bit about his character. I, I didn't know that he was rich. He's not I was rich. like, oh, huh? He's not. Again, somebody has to play the straight guy towards the rock. That is basically the only role that Aldous Hodge has to play in this. It just has to be that. The only Hawkman thing I had know, no damage whatsoever. Well, I mean, he's pretty fucking strong. So. He should be. He should be. I mean, he should be like kind of Thor level strong. But from, from what I he? gather, super strength, durability. But his thing is that because he's an alien from Thranidar, he's got that yeah. edge metal, magical metal like vibranium is. Mm-hmm. And edge metal was like it could absorb energy, like. It, it's properties with whatever the writers decide to show in it, but his weapon was capable of, of hurting Superman. That was the thing about Nth Metal. He'll, he'll feel it. it. He'll probably believe it. He's what Archangel should be, man. It's the way his portrayal is. Piggyback on what Keith said about Hawkman, and I think, I mean, there's so many iterations of him. It, wasn't he a cop on his planet or something like that? He and his partner, Hawkgirl, soldiers slash cops the other one was that he and hawk world were reincarnated egyptian pharaohs i don't know what version aldous hodge is but i mean he came strolling in like he was looking like t'challa wise cracking like was deadpool acting like you he was guys like the cgi at least in the beginning yeah. the action the action sequences very good up until the end i agree with keith at the end of it i think that uh they either one or two things either got lazy or they ran up the budget just in the beginning. Probably. Like, I mean, there was uh, enough CG, like enough CG rock in that to be like, yeah, they probably were trying to perfect it and they wasted a whole bunch of time and money. And they didn't have to do CG rock, man. I mean, I'm saying that they wanted to show Adam without his powers and everything, right? They could just use a different camera angle. Use his face, do a different camera angle and just do what they did in fucking Captain America. Well, they did do that. That's what they... It looked bad. Nah, I'm not going to mind saying that. Big Mike, or excuse me, Gangster Mike the Don, uh, no, how do you, like, you feel about Black Adam? I feel like I watched a bunch of DC Snatcher references from other movies mm-hmm. throughout the film. Mm-hmm. Kick off the cliff, 300. Slow motion, the damn show will be 300. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like at one point, I was like, damn. I mean, slow mo shots. We about, we about to get this X Men to do this shit. <laughs> the jet coming out felt like X Men. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, funny you say that. My mother in law said that. She said the exact same Guardians of the Galaxy music. Yeah, there was even a couple times where I was like, "Yeah, it feels like Guardians of the Galaxy." At one point, when Hawkman's walking to the front of the ship, swear it looked just like Black Panther. <laughs> I'm sitting here yeah. like, "Wow, are they taking shot for shot on this bitch?" <laughs> When they dove in the water, and he was like, oh, this is beautiful. I'm like, yeah, Black Panther again. Did you see that uh, hut? It kind of reminded me of where Thanos was hanging out. Yeah, Dr. Fate. That whole thing was like Dr. Strange. I was like, wow, like, I swear it feels like 
just find something that worked and throw it in this. The kid could have done without. Mm-hmm. He's kind of irritating, especially when he was hot and then he came out on a skateboard. Star was even like, why the fuck would you come out? I'm like, yeah, he's like just kid. crouching down. There he is. Yeah, that, right. he's good. Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, you might hit the wheels. Out. First of all, like, man, he should have just stayed in the. Where was he at? An event? Stayed in the event and chilled today. Yeah, all in the event. They couldn't find him. Yeah, he's an event teller. I say all that to say, I ain't gonna lie. I like the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talked thing. a little bit on Friday. You said that, like, no matter what, you know, it's kind of like Fast and Furious. Yes, it is absolutely to me the Fast and Furious combo movies. Turn off your damn brain. This is what I figured out. DC understands that they are not good at two things, plot and story. So I really feel like they sat down and said, fuck both of them. Fuck them. Just put a shit ton of action and killing for two hours straight. Yeah. And just rely on that. And I'm not going to lie. That shit worked for me. I was sitting there like, you know what? (laughs) I'm on board with this. But you know what? You're right. You're 100% correct. That's why I said it's a popcorn movie. Just go there and just enjoy yeah. what it is. Don't look for anything deep or meaningful out nope. of it. Because that's it non-existent. It's non-existent. Don't ask questions. Just let it go. Let it walk <laughs> over, like, over you. Sit there and just absorb what's coming in okay. and do not have any questions. I'll tell you right now, I close my eyes every time I heard the whistling wind sound because I knew that girl's was going to be a another close-up slow motion shot of her. I was like, I, I can't. I yeah, can't. can't I, I mean, it's again. like She's kind of like Black Canary level of why are you here type thing. Like, oh, God. Tallboy was just annoying. As, it's like, you're ugh. so great. You're, you're well, wonderful. Master, like, yeah. Why are you like, right yeah, here? Virginity romance. It's like, what? Well, what? It almost felt like Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch with the Hawkeye scenes, where it's like, you're an Avenger now. We're going to bring you two young people along because you're going to develop to be heroes one day sort of thing. So there's probably going to be a Justice Society TV show. And that would have worked had they actually used the actual Justice Society. It's going to be like that Titan show. It's going to be like the Titan show with the the wind girl water molecule dude. (laughs) 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 The fact is, is that every time they popped up there, you can tell the original script called for the actual Justice League. Pretty sure Dwayne Johnson signed up for this before the Justice League movie came out. He was like, like, I'm going to be Superman? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This sounds great. I'm going to be saying Ben Affleck? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Superman's going to be gone? Okay, good, good, good. That means Ben Affleck and I are going to be enemies. That works. And that wasn't Hawkman he was beating up. That was Batman he was supposed to be beating up, which would have made more sense. Because... I mean, yeah. It would have made way more sense that they had Batman in this. Because oh. you're like, Hawkman would have, like, I mean, granted, he would have handled it. But... Yeah, if that was a version of that with the Justice League, I could see maybe Martian Manhunter being in exactly. that. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yes. That would have made sense. Yes. Even yep. if you swap him out for Dr. Fate, because uh, I mean, at some point they could do something. <laughs> yes. But don't get me wrong. Like, Black Adam is strong. But he ain't that goddamn strong, man. I, I would say Black, uh, no, I, I would say Black Adam is yeah, Superman level, level strong. Yeah, he's at suits level. He's up there. And yeah, Captain Marvel and it, Black Adam. They, no they missed the opportunity with this movie. I'm gonna say this movie's not that bad. It's not as bad yeah. as I thought it was gonna be. I don't like it. Mm. <laughs> but it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. All That's it is is just worst. trying to get you to the next CG sequence. And as Mike said. They don't work with story, developing characters, anything like that. 
They just want spectacle. Does it development? Does it the deliver on the spectacle side of things? Yes. For me, it worked definitely up there in one of the better DC movies I've seen. Like, <laughs> this is one of the first ones in a while, probably since Batman, where I was like, yeah, I'd actually sit down and watch this again. Now, there are definitely moments where I was kind of sitting there and yawned a couple times. I'm like, eh, whatever, get back to the fighting. I can care less about this shit. Exactly. Um, but I was exactly. impressed with, like, the killing. Because I'm going be honest. When it was a rock <laughs> thing, we talked about this. Like, they're not going to make him a villain. They're going to try to do an anti-hero. Well, I mean, like, Black Adam is kind of... Oh, a... he was... Fu- no, nah, Black Adam is... Nah. A, he's an anti-villain. He's not... Yeah, I'm, I feel like he's straight villain, to be honest with you. That family... <laughs> like, he, like, he's an anti-villain, well, man. Well, Condog is his own country. The only thing he cares about is his country. He'll defend his country. That's what I'm saying. He's an anti-hero. Like, he takes care of his people. But outside of his people, fuck y'all. Keith had made a comment about Namor and Black Panther. I would mm-hmm. see that same thing kind of applying to Black Adam, where they just have a different point of view. Not, not talking about Shazam or anybody. I'm just talking about Black Adam specifically. But he has a different point of view that if someone could say, like, hey, well, let's ration and reason this out, I can see your point. But he's just like, well, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm powerful enough. Get out of my way. In the end, like, that ending changed the the whole tone of the character. He was starting out to be an anti-villain or anti-hero, anti-villain, whatever you want to call it. But he was motivated by revenge. He was out there just looking out for himself. Conduct is the way it is. I'm just going to protect what I have. And at the end, it's kind of like, oh, you know, you know, the throne could be yours. And he sits down and he's like sitting there. And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I can get with this. And he's like, no, this is wrong. That people should lead themselves. What? That is the theme of activism in every movie. It was unnecessary. And now he's going to fight Superman? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why? That's the thing, though. Like, when I saw him do that pose, I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, this is it. I can get this. I was like, yeah, this works. Yeah, and then he do. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? This is wrong. wrong. Your whole purpose is to be the ruler of conduct, man. Like, what are you doing? Here's my other problem I had with it. There was clearly supposed to be a different. This is two fucking movies. Mm-hmm. The inner game shit that they put in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so the country didn't have any leadership. Just inner gang was there. No infrastructure. They was just basically people living. And you had a gang of just dudes occupying this country. So I had to cut my brain off at that point. Now I can see they were like, with the country, but it was just like the whole country was taken over by them. The like, whole country is being run by inner gang. And like, that's just like inner gang. That's like straight B tier. That's like a street gang in Metropolis. Like, what the fuck are they? How do they yeah. get to that level? And then they got these magical motorcycles that like can travel through time. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? They set it up so that he can just come in and rule it. But the setup was there for the story that, you know, you had a previous ruler who's out to get the crown so he can conquer the world or ensure and conquer, you know, the rest of this country. Force out inner game, that type of thing. That made sense. They could have kept that in there. Had the Rock come in, had Black Adam come in, I don't want this evil ancestor, I'm going to kill you, take them all out, and then you got the thrones up for grabs. Take the throne. It doesn't make him a bad guy. It doesn't make him a villain or anything like that or less noble. And I can see that there was something going on. They were actually talking about legit real world shit at one point. America comes in there to a foreign country and just want to act like they're trying to save the day when in truth they're, you know, they weren't around when the real shit was going down. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she was telling Hawkman that fuck off because you guys weren't trying to help us before. Now you want our resources or something from us and now you want to come and help us. And I'm like, all right, that makes sense. You're making a case for why Black Adam doesn't want to play ball with these people. You're making a case for it. 
But now it's kind of like the end of the movie. He's been solidified as a hero. So why is he ha- at odds with anybody? What, what what would anyone want to go to conduct for anyway? I was going to touch on real quick what Keith was saying earlier about you could tell it was two different movies, like what The Rock signed up for. No, it's like I five different movies. It's the Scorpion yeah. King. Like even the <laughs> X-Men even Apocalypse. The they were looking for on the mountain. I was like, I swear this just sounds like vibranium, but whatever. Uh, yeah, the Scorpion King, X-Men Apocalypse, Terminator 2. That's three movies right there. <laughs> so apparently The Rock had already approached Warner Brothers when they first started shooting about the Cavill cameo, and they told him no. You know, at the time, I guess it was the whole thing of when I bring him back, the Flash is going to wipe out him and Affleck all together. It never happened, whatever, all that BS. And then when the merger happened, apparently he went back to them and they were like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And that's how this door now opened up to where Cavill is coming back now. And I'm assuming it's probably true because they're reshooting a lot of stuff from the flag. So mm-hmm. whatever's happened with that movie, because Ezra Miller oh. might be going to jail. He's doing some time. He's not walking away from this. While Hamada and the rest of them get fired too. But they were like, Man. you know, you yeah. got to open the door to this shit. He, read, he ain't going nowhere. No, 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 he's, no, he's, no, he's gone, dude. No, he's gone. You don't think that's him? Ezra Miller has like minute. real world charges. It's not like, well, yeah, <laughs> he may not go to jail, jail. He might end up like a club fed, but he's going away for a second. He's going away. He's going away. He's got a long Robert Downey Jr. redemption road, and he does not have the talent or the pedigree to help him out with that. Like, he doesn't I have mean, enough people in Hollywood to back him up to want to bring him back. He showed us the playbook on how to kill your own career. He well, well first career, of all, man. he assaulted a woman. He's accused of grooming a child. It's R. Kelly like, level, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, then there's like another kid that yeah. apparently he was communicating with. Surviving Ezra Miller. <laughs> yeah, Netflix. really. Look at that dude from the TV show who played Maybe Flash. In the next movie. Well, I mean, the bad girl thing was is a no-go. I'm hoping he write off that Supergirl mess, but like, it would have been a riot if they did the plan I heard them talking about doing, like killing off baby Clark Kent and, and then bringing in, having him replaced with uh, Supergirl. That would have been, that would have been pretty bad press there. Don't have much coming from them. So you have Shazam, you have the Flash, you have the Blue Beetle, and you have Aquaman. And that's it for right now. Wonder Woman 3 script is supposed to be done. Oh, God. Jesus. That night, um, 984. Are you serious? Sent you that photo yesterday. I was at the gym. I'm like, they're playing Wonder Woman. And it was that one scene when she jumped off the building. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I had conversations with Cavill, who, by the way, looked more like Superman now than he did before to me in the movie. Oh, he he looked phenomenal. Probably because he He bought up for Yeah, because he had the curls on. I mean, he almost looked without that bad CGI from Just League. He almost looks like as he's getting older, he's almost looking like he's filling the role in even more. He told him that he was out of the running for James Bond, which was his other dream job. So, yeah, people are salty about that as well. So, but no, no matter, like, no, I'll say they're having active discussions about a sequel now. I know Lex Luthor is one villain, but they're also talking about doing a couple more. Hold on, which stop. we talked about before. What was it the Tennessee stop. Six or something? Which <laughs> Lex Luthor are we talking about? They can recast that. That needs to be. Recast. I don't know which one. I don't think it'll end up being Jesse Eisenberg. Thank God. Um, yeah, it, I it, think that ship has sailed. If they do it, I believe they'll come with a fresh take on it because you know, you know who people were on board with that one to begin with. You know, good Lex Luthor was Kevin Spacey, man. 
Yeah, he was a pretty yeah, decent. He was good. He, who, who should not be named, and he's probably going to be. Yeah, awesome. but yeah, he's done, done. <laughs> Brian Cranston, he made yeah. a freaking perfect Lex Luthor. Jesse Eisenberg thing was just too witty. It was like, it reads some bad writing. And, and Lex Luthor is not neurotic at all. But he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah kind of like squirmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's off he... a Riddler vibe and shit. I mean, again, it just reads the bad writing because they can't figure out a way how to inject comedy into it. So they just make a whole entirely comedic character. Well, you a good actor. I'm not saying that Jesse Eisenberg is not a good actor. But if you get a well-seasoned actor, a veteran actor, they could pull it off. Well, well, I said, Kevin Spacey should have already been older. Huh? Lex Luthor should have already been older. This kid's what, in his 30s? He was like Mark Zuckerberg, basically. Exactly yeah, what he was. playing a social network role. Made it so unbelievable that he fucking outsmarted Batman. It was kind of like, wait, this little bastard outsmarted Batman? Like, come on now. If it was Lex Luthor, the Lex Luthor we know, that's possible. Yes, that is possible, but I'm just saying I couldn't see it. But this little squirmy, neurotic (laughs) little bitch, hell no. I mean, he's like at the very end, like, yeah, so uh, yeah, I knew your identity. I knew his identity too, and I had you two fight each other. Dude, somebody punched me. That's Lex Luthor, but not that Lex Luthor. All right, let's get on the topic of Batman because James about to have an orgasm. No, I'm I'm (laughs) looking at this. Well, my other point about this Black Adam movie is I fully appreciate the Batman film. I'm willing to reevaluate my opinion on the Batman film. That was good writing. Batman, that was good villain. The Batman is more competent. Now I have seen incompetent storytelling and just, mm-hmm. just plain terribleness. <laughs> so you were blinded by your hate for Batman, and you were not I was blinded oh, by. You were, you were not blinded to be great. Jeez, I was blinded by the fact the Batman I wanted was not on screen. I'll go that far. Well, hold on. Is it Ben Affleck back now? He's done with that. Yeah, no, I that. Uh, uh, hold on. He's, Let's go he's to the in tape. The flash. He is in the flash. That's already been announced. That's official. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I heard that he's he was doing the reshoot. Bringing them back. Yeah. And at one point, see, again, everything was we're going to wipe it off the face of the planet. And people were like, fuck well, why? He's and I told trying to him, erase like, the Snyderverse at this point. I mean, that's what they were trying to do. It was like they, everything. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. And when they said they did, when they released the Snyder cut, and Affleck kind of changed his tune a bit. I said, then I was like, I don't know. You might be able to get this dude back. Because remember, he was supposed to do the Batman movie himself. He was supposed to direct and write it. The reason DC fucked him over for that was because a bomb to the box office, but it was actually a good fucking movie. It was a real good damn film. Well, see, the thing is, like, Ben Affleck, he's a competent director. He's a competent director. He's real good. Yeah, he, he and he's a, he's a competent writer. He picks bad too. roles. Exactly. He's a competent director and he's a competent writer. He's very good at those two things. And usually if he does a movie, it's most of the time pretty good. It may not do well or it may bomb in a box office because even though he's a big name in Hollywood, he still does a lot of independent shit on the side. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he still produces stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's called yeah. Uh, Live by Night. That was I a heard good film. That was okay, a real I mean, good film. Yeah. About that. Yeah. yeah, you guys will like it. Film worked out well. Was Warner Brothers marketing was just terrible for that film like it did not do it justice all right well let's go to scores so keith what score would you give black adam um i like the rock it was two films one of those films had a chance had potential the second film trash on arrival dragged down the whole freaking movie as a whole so i'm gonna give this thing a 5.5 action was good dwayne johnson was well cast as black adam 
I wish them all the best. I am glad I spent my money on it because I will support them. And I support the cameo appearance of our favorite man in blue, but that little kid on the skateboard, the the wind girl, wind tunnel, and her secret boyfriend, the the growing man, those two dragged the whole damn film down. Trash within a game was like ridiculous. So yeah, I'll give it a 5.5. Jay? I give it a six. Just to piggyback on what Keith said, Keith basically said everything I was going to say. I was going to add a little bit more. Adam Smasher and Cyclone, that whole little thing going on was just annoying. I mean, James, remember that name? <laughs> well, <laughs> like Molecule Man, like that's what I call it. <laughs> it. It was just so annoying. I didn't care. That kid was pissing me off. He was doing stupid shit. Just annoying. I didn't see a purpose for him being there. It could have just been his mom, and that no, would have been no. Fine. Again, just, it likely has something to do with The Rock. It had to. The action was. Pretty damn good. I mean, Black Adam was fucking shit up, which I enjoyed thoroughly. Like the ending action sequence was was okay, but the CG, like I said, it just seemed like they ran out of money or something. As much as I'm not a fan of that person, the end credits was actually pretty cool. I will give it to that person that he is a great that person. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he plays the role very well, and I can't see anyone else doing it. I, would I watch it again? Yes, but I would definitely fast forward the scenes with the kid. And yeah. anytime I'm Smasher and Cyclone has something to say, I don't give a fuck. So I give it a six. All right, Matt. I give it a seven. I mean, it's an action-packed film. It does have this plot hole, just like any of other movie that's come out, definitely within the last year, especially from... DCU, but I mean, it's fun, fun movie, step in the right direction. I hope that this is a turning point that they do talk about regarding the universe. Um, I doubt it. Overall, <laughs> hmm? I doubt it. It might be the Flash, well, I but uh, I don't know. I mean, we still have yet to see a couple other movies. Was there a rumor that Injustice they're talking about that in the future? Probably always talking about Injustice. They, yeah, I, see... I think they're just, just spitballing. <laughs> Like, uh, I well, mean, it's like you know the Infinity Probably War not. or Secret Wars for, or Secret Invasion for Marvel. Really huge arcs, comic books. So it's like you have to talk about it. At one point, they were thinking about doing Injustice because of the Snyder Cut. That was the plan because how they ended the Snyder Cut, that was basically Injustice right there to a certain degree. I mean, not now. I mean, maybe back then, yes, but not now. No, hell no. All right, Big Mike. Excuse me, Gangster Mike the John. As DC movies go, I'm actually gonna get us eight. Give me eight bags of popcorn. Oh, oh! I mean, Mike's two for two. He getting Batman a high score. When I tell you this shit worked for me, damn it! I mean, this shit worked for me. I don't need to go, Mike. I don't Don't listen to critics. Don't listen to them critics. DC (laughs) needs to do more of this. But if you do the he who shall not be named, as Jay would put it, sequel, put some effort into that and cast the right Please. people and actually make a good damn sequel. <laughs> but you said cast who? Cast who? I just said cast somebody good. Not in uh, the- I you mentioned a certain villain that has a lot of knowledge and is a kind of a maniac. So, you know, you maybe a brainiac? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, That's Superman only has but so many good villains to to fight. So it's like if you're not doing Brainiac, Dark Side, Dark Side, like he's from Apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
you have to go with the major ones. You can't just do the, the BS ones. So I was like, Lex Luthor. What's wrong with the gorilla guy? Nobody That's cares. About... I think it's Flash made it. Gorilla Grunt? Yeah, I already did him on the TV show a bunch of times. I don't think you could take a villain like that seriously. Uh, I mean, he would have to work with Brainiac. Brainiac is the one you like. Would you do it in one? I movie, mean, though? that guy doesn't have a real impressive Rose Gallery, so you only Who's get that? like uh, Superman. I think you might be talking about Grog. No, I'm talking about the person that Keith mentioned. His Rose Gallery is pretty freaking. Like, Who? Well, yeah, what do you yeah, have again? Outside of Brainiac, Dark Side, Brainiac, Metallo. Metallo. Bizarro? Oh, that's what it was. Metallo is who they're talking about doing along with Lex Luthor. Oh, wow. Okay, that worked. What about that, that guy from, was that Superman 3 or Superman 4, the nuclear man? <laughs> no, that doesn't. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, nah, your, that's your boy. That's your boy. Yeah, he, he doesn't work. Uh, let's see, Metallo. Nah, he got, um... Let me just wrap up, but I'm going to give this fun. a five. It is not as bad as what I was thinking because... It was those critic scores that came out like maybe Thursday-ish and it was like, oh, this movie's terrible. Rock's done. Like, Rock needs to do something else. Seven million. It made more than that. Yeah, but it made more. It, it made more than that. So, I think that's going to just quell all the the Rock is the same actor in every movie, which he is the same actor in every movie. And will continue to be the same actor in every movie. I mean, but that's his stick. That's his niche. So yeah, that's his niche. But like I said, he was. Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, yeah, but I man, I give it a five mainly for the tonal shifts that kept happening. And like I said, it's like a whole bunch of different movies. It's the Scorpion King. It's the X Men Apocalypse. It is Terminator Two. It uh-huh. is trying to be somewhat of the. DC, Justice League, Batman v Superman, let's get the team together type thing. It's trying to be some of the animated stuff that they do. It just doesn't work. That kid is annoying. Super annoying. Is annoying. Kid was a misstep. The mother is just like, she's explaining things. And it's like, it's the show don't tell. Somebody has to be the exposition person. It would work better if she's not explaining Everything. She's explaining the whole plot. She's explaining the fact that you have the crown. She's explaining the fact that it's the Eternium, whatever. Oh, there's upside down writing on the crown that says this. I don't need that. I just want you to put it on screen and make it work. Not just keep explaining. It's like way too much exposition. It's a two-hour movie. It felt short. Because of all the action. Yeah. Yeah. That scene of the rock returning back to the statue that eventually is supposed to be his son. And like, I don't need to keep seeing that. And Hawkman's like, You need to stop. You need to stop killing. I'll stop killing. Also known as Batman. <laughs> Hawkman has more bodies on him than Wonder Woman. Say, do you want to go for that Zod approach? That I'm unstoppable. You can't do anything to me. Like that like meant more in, in that first Man of Steel movie or the first Superman movie than it does in this one. So I don't really get the sense that, I mean, maybe just because it's The Rock, he's not going to do anything evil. <laughs> he's not going to allow himself to do anything evil. If it went the Zod level type thing, that makes more sense. Just throwing people off in the distance doesn't really work for me. 
fuck those dudes up in that tune pretty thoroughly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt bad for those dudes. They ain't know what they were getting That doesn't work for me. Rock. It doesn't work for me. But right. nevertheless, very, very, well, bless thirsty, nevertheless this is the 700th episode of Beast Gang Podcast. Started on X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> and we reached the point that six years later, it is now Black Adam and then hopefully Black Panther. <laughs> and maybe that might redeem the... God, I hope Wakanda Fabric is good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It got to the point where no, please, please Marvel please, is uneven. No, please. and this might be that continuation of the uneven. Absolutely not. But like, what if it turns out the Queen's the new Black Panther? There's a theory that that is what's going to happen. I'm kind of hoping that that might. You know what? You know what? That would work. If if that happens, I would be cool with that. Anyone but that story. Like a... The third movie is going to be called Black Panther. Everybody is Black Panther. Everybody takes up the mantle. Whatever. Cast like goddamn role. Like Namor and T'Challa are supposed to hate each other. Unholy Trinity. Wakanda versus Atlantis versus. Um, I mean, what's uh, Doom's country name? Uh, yeah, yeah, Latveria. Yeah, it's supposed to be those three of the most. Outrageously powerful nations on the planet. T'Challa, Doom, and Namor. I want to say this, that Marvel messed up casting Jonathan Majors. They should have put him into, like, Black Panther. That dude is Jack now. That dude is, like... And that Creed trail, I was like... Yo, he's on the cover of Men's Health. That dude is Jack, all right? He's buffed. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to get by like that. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) Yeah, he put in the work, man. He should be Black Panther. You got that dude coming at you, like, yeah... We just don't give up. Sorry, Namor. Like, you're done. But, again, 700th episode of the Beast Game podcast. This man just recently had a 30th birthday. On his 30th birthday, the hood just broke out in unison saying, did you ever know that you're my favorite gangster? You're the type of G that I want to be. We all can get high in that whip, yo, because you're a gangster and a G. And then the misses to the dawn of the streets just came out saying, we so gangster, that's what we are. Trying hard to run these streets. We always be on top and it can't be no one else. And we won't let go of our grip on these streets because we some real G's. Real G's! Real G's! So, Gangster Mike, the Don, how'd you feel about the 700 podcast? <laughs> I'm not supposed to follow that. Right! He gave like an amazing ass intro. I'm just sitting here listening. I'm like, this man dropping bars and shit. Oh, Lord. Oh, I believe the hood is the future. Run it well and let it lead the way. <laughs> <laughs> Showing all the homies how the gangster ride. Mm-mm. Giving nah, a sense of pride. Episode, so gangster. <laughs> <laughs> let the gunshots ring out. Remind us how the hood should be. I decided long ago. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Never to walk in anyone's shadow. Uh, and if, if I, I fail, if, if I, I succeed. succeed, something, something, great moving keys. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that just the other day, Big Mike told me the only Rico he knows is to connect from Medellin. Hopefully, bring that work in so Big Mike can do his thing. And James, Big Mike wants to let you know it's Big Mike and his BIH. No jail time oh. off that Rico I means you need to see our snitch. What? Oh my god. I'm just gonna leave that. What in the hell? 
Just let it roll. But go ahead, Big Mike. Uh, nah, I was going to say episode was great. It's odd that it'd be a DC movie of all movies, but even more odd is one that I actually like. So, <laughs> you two for two this year, yo. I guess it's one for the books. <laughs> so that's where I can describe it. Nah, as always, I love doing it. I appreciate y'all having me on. Always a good time, good conversation. 700 down. Looking forward to 700 more. Keep it rolling. All right. Jay? I can't believe we're at 700, man. It doesn't even seem like it. It just seems like we just, you know, we're doing it and it just happens. That's a good sign. You don't want to do something that becomes a chore. This isn't a chore. Enjoy the back and forth. We enjoy the banter. We enjoy discussions, the arguments, the everything, just the camaraderie. So I look forward to 700. 1400 2100 more if possible all right i'm enjoying it enjoying it all the way matt another 700 more episodes to go fellas no matter where we are in the world no matter what stage we are in life we still here and i still won't have my blade movie all right <laughs> that's what's gonna happen there's not gonna be a blade movie all right keith you can be waiting forever yeah yeah a movie hmm. all right keith <laughs> 700 my goodness uh, these milestone events keep popping up with some bad movies, but you know what? <laughs> let's, let's keep the tradition going. All right, eight hundred probably be something like Wonder Woman three or something like that. But yeah, it's it's all good. Uh, pleasure, privilege. I'm glad we're doing it. So what? All started off, sparked off with us arguing in the um parking lot uh, in a parking lot and stuff. Even had a damn cops roll up on us one time, <laughs> expressing our opinions, strong opinions. Yeah, I'm glad that we've all maintained our individual a lot of times a lot of uh podcasts and you know critics and stuff start to sound alike after they've been doing it for a long time in the same space and stuff i'm glad we've all still got our individual voices and have managed to maintain those and everything so good hang with y'all good discussions keep it up 700 more yeah because obviously i've been told not to change so something must be wrong with me <laughs> something must be wrong with me uh, don't ever change yo. What kind of bullshit is that, man? I don't know how to, I don't know how to take that shit. <laughs> oh. uh, well, yeah. I will say, buttons are right there. <laughs> I just will say that I appreciate all you guys and the ladies that occasionally hop on to the podcast. I mean, obviously things are changing for all of us. Yeah, we're still going to be doing it. Still making it happen. So, Beast Gang. Yeah. <laughs> on three, everybody. Justice Society. <laughs> Yo, let's get it. Peace gang, 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 gang. Peace gang, gang, we all want so stop running. Peace gang, 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 gang. Peace gang, yeah, we all. Yo, it's the war of the roses. But your rhyme so atrocious. What? And you acting braggadocious. Stay out my way, cause you know we all one. Yeah, yeah, it's on the night, born a trip. That's why we board flights. Zoom, sky high, meteor heights. Never coming down, cause nothing never hold me back, right? Just when you thought I started to slip. Don't lose your mind, yo, cause the beat flip. Kings of the throne, we never going home. When it comes to us, yeah, it's all so simple. Can we maintain the plan till the war is won? Recognize a real dog when you see one. Beast gang, yeah, we stay doing math. 
That's why I can't be a part of playing. Yo! Peace, gang, 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 gang. Peace, gang, and we all one. So stop fronting. Peace, gang, 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 gang. Peace, gang, and we all one. So stop, stop, stop fronting. Yeah! In a world where it takes a beast to entertain you. The Beast Gang Podcast.